Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Financial Fixer Podcast. I am so glad that you are here, and I'm excited to bring this show to you today. I have a special guest, Heidi Bagan. She's been on the show before. After you listen to this one, if you would like to listen to the other episode that she was on, it's a little bit deeper, more in-depth. That is episode 99. But with this one, we just got into a conversation about three or four weeks ago, and I really felt that this was something that the podcast listeners would like to hear because she talks about what it's like to become in control of your money and work with a money coach. And she dives into going from your money disappearing in your bank to stopping the bleed and to ultimately becoming a money boss. And I just really love this conversation because she talks about her biggest takeaways and how she's been empowered to now be more of an authority and have a seat at the table in her financial partnership, in life, and know where money's going, have answers and a plan in place. And she's a tracking ninja now and great at list building. And her and I love to geek out together when we're on our coaching calls. And she's amazing when she shows up to the group coaching calls as well. She always has so much to add and so much value to bring to the other Academy members. And I just love working with Heidi. And I know that you're going to love this show too. A little bit about Heidi too. She's a freelance copywriter. She can help with any project from ghostwriting to website design and copy. I left her social link in the show notes so you can find that there so you can even check out her work and get connected to her and see how maybe she can help you with your projects as well. But with this, I just want you to understand that you don't necessarily need to have a money coach. It's not for everybody, right? But you have to have some kind of accountability. For me right now, I've been on a journey, I guess I would call it a fitness journey. I'm getting really extra healthy. I have a I have a surgery coming up this month. I actually, oh my God, only in two weeks or something. So I am on a mission to have op- optimal health, to be at my most healthy and fit and get my immunities up so that when I go under and get cut on and come out of this surgery, I'm going to recover well, or at least prepping my body to be able to recover well. And and for me, I need accountability. My form of accountability is being on the Peloton app, for example, and going into group fitness uh, programs and doing those workouts with other people in a community setting. But also my watch is another accountability partner for me. It tells me what my activities are, how many calories I've burned for the day, and if I'm standing enough, if I'm getting enough time into my exercise. So for everyone, it's different. Some of us are self-paced. Some of us need someone to hold our hand a little bit in the beginning when we're starting something new. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, if what you're doing for whatever it is that you want to get better at, if it's spiritual growth or relational growth or self-development, money, behavior, all the things, right? If what you're doing isn't working, there's got to be another way that makes more sense that can help you to get to the next level. So, and if for you, that means you need a financial coach or you need maybe a group coaching setting, or you would just like to get a handle on it and figure out what's going on, just get a blueprint and say, hey, pull back the veil, 
and take a look at what's happening, then do that. There's all kinds of resources out there. But I, I am offering right now, I have limited spots for my money game plan sessions. So if you want to get a grip on your money and put together a plan of attack, you can email me, send me a DM, you know how to contact me. It's all in the show notes. That way you can put in an application so that you can see if you can get one of these complimentary money game plan sessions for yourself. So without further ado, enjoy the show. See you on the other side. Because of your training and your program and everything I've learned from you, I have created a couple things just to keep my life in order because First of all, most of what I'm doing are side hustles while I'm looking for where I want to end up. So the first thing that I created was a spreadsheet and it just starts with each month. Here's here's December. And then I have a column for dates. I have a column for what I'm doing. I have a column for how much money I'm making an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I have total money I'm going to get from that. For instance, yesterday's subbing. Okay, here's the date. I was a PE teacher. um, And I break that down into what it is by the hour. And then here's the total that I made. And then there's a little box. And I click the box when I get the money from that. Oh, I love that so much. That is fun. I knew That's you. fun. I can geek out on that all day. So yeah. I have 15 things in there that I've done. At the end, it is calculating, okay, here's where you are so far this month. So at any moment, I can go in there and look at it and go, oh my gosh, I'm not where I was last month at this time. Or, oh, okay, I can relax a little bit. And yeah, and that was because of you and really your love of spreadsheets and how you have them all working so brilliantly together. And okay, I'm going to try this. And it's awesome. That makes when me so I, happy. That I, fills my heart. <laughs> when I get my check stubs, let's see, I actually have one right here. When I get my check stubs from the newspaper, I don't know if you can see this, but yeah. then I break it down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what did I need more information? My boss is like, what do you mean? I, I need to know, did I get paid for the school board article? Did I get paid for this? And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. We can break that down because I need to make little checks. Yeah, on my mm-hmm. spreadsheet. I'm changing his life and mine, I guess. (laughs) No, I I think that's amazing. Yeah. Plus it's holding, it's holding him accountable, but it's also making sure that you're receiving everything that you were supposed to. So your tracking is going really well for you. I think that is the big piece that's going to help you not only stay on track and make sure that you're getting all that you're doing and you're getting results from everything you're doing, but that you're going to grow that and just keep increasing So it's really empowering. Oh, yeah. It is so empowering because I know at any given moment I'm behind or I'm not behind. I'm ahead of where I was last month. And for me, that's the goal. Do more each month, have more income coming in. Anyway, that was the one thing. And then the other thing is I have made a list because the two accounts that I'm in charge of right now are my own personal and our joint account within my marriage. I have a list on the first, 
These are the dollars that roll out and where they go. On the 5th, I can just look at these lists and know, okay, today's the 19th. What's happening? Oh, okay, I know. I have two more payments coming out of this account. And it helps me because, honestly, before I started working with you, there were months when money would start disappearing from my account. And it did that on a monthly basis, but I didn't recognize that until you were like, if you have this all written down, you'll know. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, stop the bleeding. Why does the money keep disappearing? If, if you don't have things organized, that's what it feels like. Like my money is running out of my account and it's not, but when you're not prepared, that's just what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like it. And sometimes it is the case. And when you get aware and you get organized and see it, like you're just looking at it regularly. So when you're focusing on it, it just gets better. So you've just really narrowed your focus on yeah. paying attention to your money. I'm like so proud of you. That's awesome. Yes. And I actually, because my daughter struggles with her budget and I don't know that she's quite there yet to where okay, I'm going to make changes. I took pictures of all of it and sent it to her and said, I'm not really sure why money is like the last um, secret subject. We, As a society, we talk about sex to the point where I'm just shocked at some of the things. But, but money is still, we still hide that. Like even... For me to want to pick up my spreadsheet and put it on here, it's, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. Why? Mm -hmm. Is somebody going to come steal my money if I show people where I am? And yeah, so she's actually really using those too. Oh my gosh, I could just make a list. Yes, you could. And then you know, and yeah. you can be prepared for that. Yeah. And timing really is everything. It has to, doesn't necessarily have to be a rock bottom for everybody, but something has to hurt bad enough. Something yeah. has to make you feel like, oh, if I don't do this, then it could be really bad and or go to a dark place. She may be there soon or it may take a little bit longer. But we talked about this when you and I first started working together with you doing what you're doing. She'll follow because yeah. honestly, it won't even be so much about what you tell her or say out loud. It'll just be what you're doing. And then she'll start to learn just through watching and then start asking questions as she develops and gets a little bit more mature. And it just takes a little bit of time sometimes. It took me, I was 34 years before I woke up and said, <laughs> you're the problem. <laughs> and I'm, and it might not be the same for her, but I'm just saying like it, it took me a while. Oh, yeah. I'm not too ashamed to say it, <laughs> but so let's talk a little bit about the after six months, because we've been together for six months now, what would your biggest takeaway be? I, and I continue saying this in our conversations, but figuring out where my husband and I stood, like we own a house, but we're still paying on the house. And so in my mind, is that a benefit? It is. We could sell the house and more than all of our debts would be paid for putting everything down on a, a spreadsheet and seeing that total, it was mind blowing to realize, oh my gosh, we're doing okay. It's not as tangible as I would like it to be. I would like 
that money in hand, <laughs> but it's, it's out there. It's, if we sold everything, we would be fine. Our kids would be fine. Just seeing where you stand. I think that has been the biggest shocker for me. Yeah. Because ultimately, uh, I think I'll speak for you because I know you agree with this is that it wasn't what you thought it was seeing it and putting it all out there. And then finally, Oh, here's the math. Okay. Wait, that's different than what I thought. And what I thought was we're in trouble. We're going like down the turlet in some kind of way and really yeah. worried and full of anxiety and overwhelm, just really not knowing what the truth was. So I think it's like the fact finding piece of oh, it yeah. is really key because what we think in our brain is not really factual. It's it's just this this fleeting thought that is harming us in a lot of ways because it brings fear and scarcity and this feeling of lack and low self-confidence, low self-esteem, and you name it, you just start self-sabotaging before you even know the real truth. So it's just getting down to the truth and the truth being not nearly as bad is what our brain is telling us is quote unquote true. Yeah. Maybe. That scarcity is what it feels scarce because you don't see it. Yeah. You know? And that's totally. the first thing you had me do. I need you to write all this down. I need you to come up with these figures. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're all right. That, yeah. yeah that was a huge, like a comfort actually to figure that out. Yeah. And then you put yourself in the driver's seat from that point and it's all, all she wrote from there. So that's freaking awesome. So what yeah. would you say that it's been like for you to work with a money coach? It's, it changed everything. Honestly, I thought I had it all figured out before, but there were times each month when rapid fire things would come out of our account and it was like, oh my gosh, okay, when's it going to stop? And it was, would have been so easy for me to figure that out. But it took you saying, okay, so we're going to we're going to figure out where you stand with your home and where you stand with your automobile and, you know, everything. And now it's so much easier. Like, it's the bank isn't trying to bleed me dry. It's everything that we have set up. We are the ones who have decided okay, this is our house loan and this is our the payment going to our van. And it's not the bank bleeding me dry. It's the two of us trying to stay on top of every loan that we have. And honestly, I'm figuring out that as soon as those loans are paid, it's going to be cash from here on out because it, it's not fun. It's not fun for anyone to see all of that disappearing from your account. No, I, uh, yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. I was just on a call earlier that talking about being out of debt, all non-mortgage debt, and then running a business, for example, after being out of debt personally, and then going and running a business and having that business be debt-free is it's all about the risk, right? So when something happens, you hit a recession or you hit a roadblock or a crisis in your family, whether that's business or personal, to not have the debt 
sitting there and that risk sitting there waiting for something catastrophic to happen. And then for you to be like, oh, um, my car's being repoed. We're at risk of losing the house or just not having that there. And then having more, more opportunities to work with the funds that you have because you've created those margins now. And instead of putting those margins towards a ton of debt, you're now able to do more with them, which includes having fun, but also saving and preparing for the future. And yeah, taking care of your family and being there if they need help. There's just so many more opportunities. And I was saying the other day about how it's important for us to become wealthy Not because, well, we want to be rich and we just, you know, like money's everything and that's all end all be all. It's not about that. If we're good people, and I'm I know you're a good person because I know you personally, (laughs) and I'm assuming that the listeners of this podcast are, you know, good people and that they have good intentions and that they want to help people, right? So with that, what are they going to do if they're rich? They're going to help people. Oh, so in my mind, if you don't get wealthy and don't become capable and full of options because you have money to work with, it is a disservice. And mm-hmm. it sounds really harsh coming out, but it's a disservice because there is so much that you can do for the world. I think it's a disservice to the world to not get wealthy. And I'm, I'm just having more of that conversation lately because I really, truly believe that. I've, I've had people say to me, because when I was obsessed with getting out of debt at that time when I was working so hard to do, I had some people very close in my inner circle say, all you care about is the money and this and that. It's like, it's not about the money. It's about what I can do with it when it's not a mm-hmm. problem. When I have a right. good relationship with it, what I'm capable of doing for my family and for everyone else around me. That's what it's all about. So I, yeah, I'm super proud of you. I think you're doing an amazing job. I I just have to tell you, so my husband wants to retire in October. And (laughs) I guess without you, we would have just hoped for the best. I think, honestly, I don't know how we would have figured out that it's okay. Yes, we can, you can retire. That's okay. But now with your help, it's like we have a dollar figure we need to hit in order for him to retire. And we were just talking about this last night and he said, I could continue to work a few more months. Think if I worked one more year, think of the income we could have. And I was like, no, you've worked for, I think it's 44 years. You've earned a right to do what you want. And yeah, if you want to still continue to work, that's fine. But no, we have 10 months (laughs) to focus. We're going to do this. And I can see in his eyes because he's not a part of what you and I have worked through. And I can see the doubt, but I also, I know he's, we're going to do it. It's just going to happen. And with you on his side, you're definitely going to do it. You've just empowered yourself to be an authority in your relationship with money as a team. 
I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.